Good afternoon. I am Pastor Antonio Eubanks of Heath Ministries, where we believe in using the Word of God to heal, empower, and teach so that you may be properly equipped to help establish the kingdom of God and its principles in your families, communities, and world. If you're in the Metro Atlanta area, we invite you to attend our Sunday service for a life-impacting experience. Please visit our website at heatministries.org for more information. We would love to hear from you. But for now, we pray that you enjoy this message. God bless. Chapter 17. Let me go ahead and get in this thing. I don't know. I just feel, you know, I feel a little good. Just a little bit. I'm feeling happy. I, I, I don't preach myself happy and didn't even say nothing. First Samuel. First, first Samuel chapter 17. I promise y'all I take this serious, but you know, I like I like I like to have fun too. I used to always ask my wife back in the day, I'd be like, why, why, why folks got, why, why you know, I don't like stinking face Christians. You know, like, <laughs> why you got to pray God with your face off? I don't want that God. You know, I want the one that put the smile on your face. Don't get me wrong, I understand, you know, you're going through it. Cause I cry sometimes, you know, I feel it, but, but for the most part, you know, I want the, the happy face God. I want the one to make me feel good on the inside. Amen. First Samuel chapter 17. And we're looking at verse 31. First Samuel 17, verse 31. It says, when the words that David spoke were heard, and we, we talked about this a little while ago, that the words, you know, you, you went and told, told everybody, like, you know, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? What I get for taking him out. He said, when the words that David spoke were heard, they repeated them before Saul, and he sent for him. And David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. David said, don't worry about it. I got this. And Saul said to David, you are not able to go against the Philistine to fight with him, for you are but a youth, and he has been a man of war from his youth. See, now right there, you come to somebody and say, I got the answer. I got the solution. And the first thing they say is, well, you know, you, you can't do this. You, 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 you've been out there in the, in the field. You're just a little shepherd boy. This man been fighting all his life. He, he, he used to doing this. You, you know, they, 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 they ain't used to the, the kind of people like you know, around. You know, you ain't never did this business before. How you going to do that? You ain't never wrote a book. You, you barely can write your dog, complete sinner. How you talking about you going to write a book? See, people got plenty of stuff to say when you step on the scene and say, I got this. David said, I got this. But then I like, here it is in verse 34. But. Something coming. Got to get your butts out the way, amen? It says, but David said to Saul, your servant used to keep sheep for his father. See, I'm used to watching over things that ain't mine. And when there came a lion or a bear, and took a lamb from the flock, I went after him and struck him and delivered it out of his mouth. See, he said right there, uh, see, when the lion or the bear came and took the lamb. So I like David right there. He said, he said I, I know about danger. 
I know what I'm getting myself into. This ain't the first time. This ain't my first rodeo. He says, when the lion or the bear came and took the lamb. And see, I like that part right there because it says, it, you would think that, well, if he was there, how did, how, did the lion, how did the lion or the bear take the lamb? Meaning he took something. See, we got an enemy that, will, that will, is always trying to take what belongs to us. He's always trying to take your ideas. He's always trying to take your peace. He's always trying to take your, your, your godly connection. He's always trying to take something. And he acts just like this lion. Because if you, I, I asked God, I said, well, why was it a lion and a bear? What, what, what was, it could have been all kind of animals. But, but he said the lion, the lion is, is, is one that prowls around. They prowls around. Lions are lions are not that fast, so they they don't chase their prey down. They just they just wait for the opportune time. They lay in wait. Even ancient folklore uh, accustomed lions to demons. And so I, 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 it's safe to say that that this lion that David is talking about is like some of the demons that we have lying around in, in wait, just waiting for us to slip up. Some of them old things, them old stuff that that, that we we really are supposed to have let go of, but but we still like to touch every once in a while. Every once in a while. And they lay in wait, just waiting, just 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 waiting to pounce. And then the bear. The bear is the bear is an animal that that believe it or not really can move kind of fast. It can cover a lot of territory even though it's big. But the way that the bear get a lot of his food is that it, it comes in to where to where people are. You know, bears turn over trash cans and and things like that. They come out of the they come out of the woods and come into into to your environment. What am I saying? Is that there are some bears that might be around you that, that they, they, they just coming into your circle, they come into your environment just so they can see what they can get. And you have to be careful of those kinds. They come looking like friends. They come with kind words. They come with compliments. They come with accolades. They, they come with good things to say. And I'm here for you. I'm down for you. You know, Pastor, I, you know, God sent me here. Every time they say that, I say, baby, we ain't gonna see them no more. <laughs> so true. Mm -hmm. So true. You know, I mean, it's been every time. You know, every time they say it, you, I, we ain't gonna see them no more. It won't even be next week. So just please, if you if you're busy, don't say it to me. Just keep it to yourself. <laughs> so we can work it all the way out the way it's supposed to be. Amen. But it says that the lion and the bear came and took the lamb from the flock. So David says, I'm 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 used to losing some things. But that still don't make me afraid to fight. Catch that. He says, I'm, I'm used to losing some things, but that still don't make me afraid to fight. See, a lot of times the enemy will try to take your peace, try to take, take your relationship, take things, because he wants you to get afraid to fight. Well, the enemy took all this, so I'm not going to fight for that. But David says, he took the lamb. And now, like in verse 35, he said, I went after him. That's what I'm talking about. That is right there. I wasn't scared. I went after him. See, some of y'all got to get that I went after him anointing. Yeah. Meaning that when the enemy come after what you, what, your, what belongs to you, and the enemy takes it, you got to go after the enemy. See, so many of us want to sit back. We want to. We want to just wait. We want to. We want to. We want to kowtow. We want to bow down. We want to. We want to cry. Woe is me! But we in this season that we got to take the fight to the enemy. Now I know some people say, "Well, you know, I, you know, if he messes with me, I don't want to mess with him." Well, guess what? 
He messing with you. He says that he prowls, seeking whom he can devour. Always looking to see who he can devour. Always looking to see where can he steal your joy? Where can he steal your peace? He always seeking around. And he'll he'll enter in. He'll enter into that little co-worker. It's always got that yin-yang, always talking junk, always trying to trying to stab you in the back, always trying to plot and plan. See that you you in the battle whether you fight or not. He'll, he'll come through. He'll come through your children and, and make you want to just knock them out. You know, lay holy hands on them. You know, but then you have to step back and get your mind and say, you know, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus because I know this ain't my child. So you gonna fight whether you want to fight or not. So David says, I went after him. You got to get you some went after him anointing. Went after him. He took what was mine. He took my lamb. He took what belonged to me. He took what couldn't protect itself. He took what God had had, 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 had given to me to watch over. So I'm going to get it. Like that song say, take back what the enemy stole from me. See, what you're not going to do is come into my house and take what belonged to me and expect you're going to walk out. You walk in, but you carry it out. <laughs> he said, I went after him. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't say, now, don't think Pastor Condone, you know, hurting folks over material things. That's not what I'm saying. I'm really trying to talk spiritual, but at the same time, make it natural. Amen. Yeah. So, Pastor ain't condoning, you know, hurting folks over spiritual things. Some stuff you, you know, let go, you know, but. Mm -hmm. You know, if they really trying to take yours, meaning your life, your 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 situation, then you know you got to do what you got to do. Amen. He says, "I went after him," and David says, "And struck him." I mean, I ain't just go up asking. Can you please give me? Can you please give my peace back? Can 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 you, can you please give me my child back? Can can you please give me give me my my peace on my job back? Can can you please give me a restored relationship back? See, David said, I ain't go up negotiating with this thing. See, we negotiate with the enemy, not even realizing it. And you, you, some people say, I'm going to negotiate with the enemy. Yes, you do it, but you just do it through God. Call and you call on in prayer. Yes. Yes. God, please, you know, please protect me. God, please keep this away. You know, all that hoping and a wishing stuff, that old slave stuff. We're not slaves. We're not slaves. We have authority to go after the enemy and, like David says, strike him. Strike him. And then he says, and deliver it out of his mouth. Out of his mouth. Out of his mouth. See, that's so powerful right there. Catch the, catch the revelation. He says, then delivered it out of his mouth. What is David really saying right there? Let's go down from the logos into that rainbow word. I'm going to hit y'all with something right now. He says, delivered it out of his mouth. See, what happened is the enemy is speaking out of his mouth onto your situation. But it's time for you now to speak out of your mouth so that you can deliver that thing out of his mouth. See, the enemy says that your mother was like that, so you're going to be like that. But you got to deliver that thing out of his mouth. You say, no, you're not going to speak over my life like that. You're not going to say that over my life. God says that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. God says that I am a royal priesthood. God says that I'm the lender and not the borrower. God says that I'm the head and not the tail. I'm going to deliver that thing out of your mouth. Yes, yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
See, you gotta, you gotta not let the enemy put put his mouth on you. Yesterday, brother Dan, we was in leadership class, and he said he, he said that when he was in the hospital, this 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 pastor now, the chaplain of the church, was going around in the hospital room, you know, praying for folks, but it really was all for show. And to make a long story short, brother Dan said, you know, when he came to his room, he said, no, nah, that's okay. I got this. Now this was a man of God. This was a man of God. You would think, yeah, come on in. But see, see, that's the thing. We we be so weak in our own word and our own stance and how we how we walking after God that we just run for anything and seem like it's God. And you can't tell the pastor, no, that's okay, Pastor. I don't need you to pray for me. I got this. I'm going to strike him and get it out of his mouth myself. Now, if I need some backup, you can come. But I got this. See, that's what we teach in here. You got this. We'll back you up. I ain't got no problem backing you up. But don't call me asking me to pray for something that you ain't standing for yourself. Because that's the first thing I'm going to say. Ask Brother Dad you don't believe. <laughs> hey, you, what, what you done prayed about? Hey, what you stand on? Then I come into agreement. You just hit me on the text with the specifics of what you need me to do. I don't, don't ask me to pray and just leave. Uh, what? I got my own stuff I'm working with. Uh, you know, it was, it, strike, strike the enemy, strike the enemy, and deliver it out of his mouth. And, and what am I saying? See, the enemy will speak. We had the series, what? Break through the Bible. He'll try to speak into your head so it come out your mouth. You got to block that thing. The enemy will have little people around you, and they'll drop little little stuff in your in your head. They, they, you know, you call them friends, but some some friends need to go to the end because because you know they gonna fry you. You know, fry in. But anyway, you'll get there when you get home. Because what's coming out of their mouth? So you got to be careful who you're hanging around and who you who you, especially when you're trying to go to another level. I said it here plenty of times. If you're scared, say you're scared. Cause see, scared folks can't obtain promises. They can't. See, we need the Caleb's and Joshua's, not the, not the other team who come back. I don't know, we can go in there about, you know, it's too many for them giants over there. All that slave stuff. This is not a slave theology. This thing is about liberation. This thing is about a dominion. This thing is about authority. When you see an enemy that has taken what belongs to you, you go after him, you strike him, and you deliver that thing out of his mouth. I know some of us don't want to fight, but guess what? You ain't got no choice because you 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 in the you in the fight anyway. As soon as you stepped across the line and said, "I I I I receive God as Christ as my Lord and Savior," and all that little stuff that we do as the salvation, guess what? That's just the beginning. You got saved, but for some of us, you you just jumped out of the frying pan into the fire, and it says that he struck him and killed him. He says, oh, no, I, I went too fast. He said, and if he rolls against me, I like that. See, David, David is a bad man. Yeah, yeah. He said, I went after him, and I struck him and delivered it out of his mouth. So, now, see, here's the thing. He, he just struck him. He didn't kill him. He just hit him upside his head. See, you got to go to the head of that thing, meaning the thoughts. What strongholds are holding you back? What can, He said, hold every thought captive to the word of God. Strike that thing in the head. It says, out of the heart proceeds proceed things that come out of the mouth. It, it's not what goes in that defiles a man. It's what comes out. Well, guess what? The, out of the heart flows the issues of life. 
So that's why he struck him in the head. He strikes him. And he says, deliver it out of his mouth. Because how many know you hit something in the head, they're going to let go? They're going to let go. I don't care what it is. Dog, man, whatever. You hit him in the head. See what happens. And it says, and if he rolls against me. He said, because every time, every, every once in a while when I strike him, he still hold on. Because that was them strong demons. Some of us fighting them strong things. Them thorns that Paul talked about. He said, he said, but when he rolls against me, yes. I catch him by the beard. Mm. And strike him. And kill him this time. Because I, I see he ain't playing with me, so I ain't going to be playing with him. See, some of y'all playing with these, playing with these devils. I think one of the people at the anniversary said, you know, you got to now learn them between fighting and slaying. See, the enemy don't mind you fighting him because fighting make you tired. Fighting wear you out. See, that, I got too old to be doing all that fighting. I'm, I'm trying to end this thing quickly. Quickly. You know, I, I can throw hands with the best of them, but, 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 but I'm trying to end most of the things I get into quickly if, it, if you bring it to me like that. I ain't got no time for all that. You, you because the enemy will wear you out to the point that now you can't fight. He'll wear you out on the job. He'll wear you out in your relationship. He'll wear you out in your finance. He just, he just want to keep you spinning in circles and, and woe out. Now you just dizzy. You don't know what's going on. And then you toss to and fro because you really ain't standing on a solid foundation because he's fighting you everywhere you turn. Well, why are you fighting him? He'll defeat the enemy anyway. Anyway, that's the position we got to fight from. We got to slay the enemy knowing that whatever he comes against us with, he is already defeated. Already defeated. I don't care who, how he manifests. I don't care if he manifests in some old old past dude, overdue bill. I don't care if he, if he manifests in some old old overdue past dude old raggedy man I don't care if he manifests in some old raggedy job I don't care how he manifests he is already defeated you gotta shift things then when you come into that place I say it all the time we are the atmosphere shifters we come in and say no not today not today you, it might have worked like that before I got here but now things about to change. It says he struck him and killed him. And then in verse 36, he says, your servant has struck down both lions and bears. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be like one of them. For he has defied the armies of the living God. He done messed up. This, this thing right here, I like because he, he's described as the uncircumcised Philistine. Like, this dude ain't even clean. This dude. <laughs> this little dirty thing. You think I'm dirty and ruddy. What about this? He said, this uncircumcised Philistine shall be like one of them. Why? Because he done defied the armies of the living God. The armies of the living God. He has crossed the line. When are you going to say that about the enemy in your life? You done crossed the line. Yep. I, I, you, you, you was all right when, when you, 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 you came after this. I, I, I watched it when you came after that. I, 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 was old. I, was, I was dealing with you when you went over there. I, I, was, I was kind of frustrated when you came here. But right now, you done crossed the line. So that got to be something in your life where the enemy, when he step across, it's like, it's like in the military, when they step across that line, that DMZ zone, and you step across that line, okay, all, all bets are off. Yep, 
When is it gonna get that way in your life? When 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 the enemy come up and he rise up, you say, okay, you done crossed the line now. That's it. It's, it's over. I'm not putting up with this no more. I'm not dealing with you no more. I'm not talking about it. I'm not. I'm not even thinking about it. I'm just gonna stand on this word because you are trying to defy the army of the living God. You are the armies of the living God. Don't let the enemy defy you. Don't let the enemy come against what, what the truth of the word is. Then it says that heaven and earth may pass away, but the word of God will remain. We got power. We have power. It's time to start acting like it. That's why the world don't want what we got. Can we run around here? That's why I can't stand. I don't go to them anyway because I know they open up spiritual things that you don't really want to be dealing with. They were all like scary movies. Because they always make, make church folk look all weak. Yeah. They had a little, they had a priest with the crowd like. Yeah. 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 You know, and you know, speaking of some old crazy tongues, and, 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 and you know, and shaking it up. Why? That's not who we are. We're supposed to walk on the scene. You uncircumcised Philistine. Do you know what you have just done? But why can we talk like that? Because we got our big brother in the back. <laughs> That's right. You know how you and I ain't grow up with one, but I had folks around me who could, right. you know, who could throw some bowls right. a lot better than me. So when we was in the club or where we were, you know, you, you bad. Because you know you got back up. Say something. Say something. Say something. See, y'all gotta get that say something annoying too. Say something. I dare you. I'm just waiting. Cause it ain't cause. You know it ain't even you. You know. Cause you just gonna step out the way. I, I saw the, the commercial the other day for the um, what's his name? Kevin Harden or uh, The Rock got a movie coming out. And you see the little scene, it's a little trailer. You see the little scene where where, where he's standing in front of the man, and, and, and I think uh, Kevin Hart standing yeah. in front of the man, and Rock standing behind, right. going somewhere with this. this is like, yeah. what they got to do with church? You finna yeah. see? Because, yeah. <laughs> stand up for it, man, stand up, real quick. Because this, this, the, this the dude, I think, it, if I got the picture right, and this, I'm Kevin Hart, and the dude is standing, is standing right there, but The Rock is standing behind him, and the, the man getting ready to come out to Kevin Hart, and Kevin Hart like, man, this finna hurt real bad. <laughs> So the man thinking that Kevin Hart is talking about him, but he's a little bitty dude, this dude way up here, but the rock is standing behind him and the rock pushed the dude into the, into the door of the elevator. Thank you, my man. And, and, and knock him out. What am I saying all that to say? This is what I'm really saying. We got, we, we, we might be the little Kevin Hart, but, but we got the rock. We got the rock. Oh, that's good. We got the rock. Can you smell? <laughs> we got the rock. We got the rock. So all we got to do is tell that enemy, this getting ready to hurt. <laughs> Real bad. Real bad. See, I'm always going somewhere now. Y'all be thinking, y'all got to follow me. Amen. I'm always, I see God everywhere. Amen. See, we got the rock. But we run around here acting like we just Kevin Hart. <laughs> like we just some little bit of little something taking advantage of. No, we have the rock. And that's what David said right here in verse 37. He says, and David said, the Lord 
who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. See, he's chopping the Philistine even before he even get to him. He called him uncertain. And I, see, I, I emphasize this because he's like, the, the, the Lord delivered me from this. So this thing right here, this right here, I fought, I fought them lions and bears on my own. This thing right here, man, please. That's how we got to get to it in our mind. I've I, I been through that before. So this thing right here, man, this ain't, this all you got. I remember one time I, I, I spoke somewhere and we came out and, and my tie was flat. And I just laughed. I didn't want to change it. You know, I was upset and all that. But I'm like, I just told her, I said, this all you got? This all you got, a flat tie. This is how you going to try to shake up my day. This all you got? But see, we scared to say that because they were like, well, you, you know, people say, well, if you say that, then you're going to bring some more. And? And? This going to hurt a little bit. Maybe it's going to hurt. Because you got the rock. See the, see, the dude in the elevator couldn't see the rock standing behind you. See, the enemy cannot see the rock that is standing behind you. And all you got to do is, is, just, is just give a signal. Because all Kevin all did was just look at him. Then he had to say nothing. So you got to be in such a relationship with God that all you got to do is give a signal. All you got to do is just. <laughs> that, oh, that scripture. Come what the scripture yeah. say. The scripture says, he said, what did Moses tell the people? He said, wait. wait. Stand, and stand firm and see the salvation of the Lord. Stand firm. This going to hurt. And I ain't going to be the one that's doing it. See, that's the thing. We, we don't want to come against the enemy because we think we the one that's fighting him. We have the rock. We have the rock. And he says, the Lord who delivered me from the part of the lion. He's going to do this from the silver. And then here it is, though. And Saul said to David, go, and the Lord be with you. See, Saul caught the revelation then. But see now again, sometimes just because people catch the revelation once, they might lose it immediately. Cause here in verse 38, then Saul clothed David with his armor. Yeah. Yeah. He put on a helmet of bronze on his head and clothed him with a coat of mail. And David strapped his sword over his armor. And he tried in vain to go, for he had not tested them. Then David said to Saul, I cannot go with these, for I have not tested them. What is he saying right there? He said, what you trying to put on me, I ain't, I ain't used to wearing. That might be how you did it. That might be how they do it. But I, I can't get down like this. See, don't let somebody put their anointing on you, because their anointing is for them. See, that's that why I don't like how they run around from, from, from convention to conference to conference, trying to get anointing on someone. I don't want theirs. Because first of all, I don't want to have to pay for what they paid to get it. Because anointing ain't free, trust me. It's a price that you pay. And you might not be willing or even capable of paying their price. And so David, he, you know, I can see him, you know, put on all this stuff. And, you know, he's a little bit old boy. And he got on this grown man, this grown man army. He's trying to walk. He said, I can't, I can't. You know, walking this stuff, it's like two head cause it ain't, but it wasn't. But see, I like I like the fact of how David said it. He let Saul know it ain't because I can't wear it. Uh -huh. It ain't because I don't want to wear it. Uh -huh. 
It ain't because it's not the best armor there is around, because it was, he was the king. That was the best armor in the whole place. But David said, I can't walk in it because it ain't been tested. Catch that. I can't walk in what you're trying to put on me because it ain't been tested. What you're saying ain't been tested. What you're talking about ain't been tested. I'm going to walk in something that's been tested. I'm going to walk in the word of God because the word of God been tested. It's been tried and it's true. He says, I'm going to He says, you might be trying to put on the, the helmet of bronze, but guess what? I got the helmet of salvation. That's been tested. You might be trying to put on, put on that coat of mail, but I got the breastplate of righteousness. That's been tested. You might be trying to put all this other stuff on me, but I got the belt of truth. That's been tested. See, David says, I'm decked out in something that you can't even provide. And that's how we got to get. It says that David said to Saul, I can't go in these because these ain't been tested. So David put them off. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See, you got to take off what some folks trying to put on you. All kinds of stuff. Heaven preach this thing. You gotta be able to take off what some folks put on you. They will put, they will put, they will put, they will put curses on you. Put and you know some folks like, I ain't you know all around no witches. Curses ain't always gotta do with pots and chicken feet. Sometimes people a curse is just something as simple as saying you ain't gonna never be nothing. Your mama wasn't nothing, so you ain't gonna be nothing. It's hereditary in this family. Even your family members, you know, ain't nobody over there. Or, or yeah, it'll be a reverse curse. Well, oh, you think you better than everybody? Well, yeah, kinda. Yeah. <laughs> I concur with that. I stand in agreement with that. Yes, I do. Well, thank you kindly for noticing, sir. That's right. Because the word of God does say that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And I believe it. And I believe it. <laughs> and I receive it. Amen. So you gotta reverse that thing. Take it out of their mouth. Cause they trying to speak something else. Be like, no, yes, I am. I do think I'm better than everybody. And it's not from a pride standpoint. It's just that there, there, there ain't no other me. Can't nobody do it like me. Then there would never be another me. So yes, I am better, because I'm better at being me. You see what I'm saying? Don't let nobody invalidate what God has already placed in your life, who, who he's already made you to be. What he said, he saw the best in you. See, David was, Saul was trying to, to a certain degree, invalidate what David already knew. David, David was already walking in, in, in victory. David already was saying, you know what, this circumcised, uncircumcised Philistine, it's a wrap for him. And Saul said, well, you're going to need this, and, and you're going to need that. And see, some people do that. they like, you're going to need a little bit of this, and, and you're going to need a little bit of that. This is how you got to do it. You know, hooking and crooking. You know, when you want to make this money, you got to do this. So you want to you get this promotion, you got to do that. You know, change these numbers and do that. So you can't get things without, uh, with, with, without honor because then you lose them without honor. You see what I'm saying? You, it, it might take you a little longer to climb the ladder of success, but at least your ladder is on the right building. So ain't nothing like climbing up to find out that you done climbed the wrong building. You done got to the top of the wrong place. Amen? So, so cause people will put things on you. See, Saul was saying, Saul, Saul was, Saul was like, here, you, you can do this, you can, you can, you can, you can uh, wear my armor. But see, what Saul was trying to do was to conquer something in the natural. Yeah. And David says, no, this, this thing is a spiritual thing. 
This thing is a spiritual thing. I, I gotta conquer this. This ain't for 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 the armor that you got. I, I gotta walk in with the armor of God. Yeah. And, and so I like it what he says right here. He says he he says it wasn't tested. And then in in, in verse forty it says then he took. See, this when you realize it's a spiritual thing. He says then he took his staff in his hand, and he chose five smooth stones from the brook. I hope y'all getting seeing this. And put them in his shepherd's pouch. His sling was in his hand, and he approached the Philistine. He said, I'm going to pick up my staff. He said, get all this stuff off. I'm going to get you off of me. Because as long as you own me, I can't do what God called me to do. As long as I'm thinking like you thinking, thinking the only way this, this giant going to fall is I got to do it your way. See, so you got to be willing to do things outside the box. Matter of fact, you got to tear the box up. You got to tear the box up because people will constantly try to put you in the box. Tear the box up. God ain't in the box no more. He used to ride around in the Ark of the Covenant, but now he says, I am Emmanuel. I walk around amongst you. Tear the box up. Tear it up. Quit thinking outside the box. Just tear the box up. Everybody. So they say, well, ain't nobody ever did it like that before. I guess it'll be a first time. Ain't nothing wrong with being a trailblazer. Ain't nothing wrong with doing it, doing it your way. But guess what? Now you got to be strong because people going to think you're crazy. They're going to think you're out your mind. They're going to think that you ain't found your way properly. But sometimes when you know, no, all the time when you know that God has sent you, that God has put you there, that God has given you the word to go ahead, then guess what? You walk in that thing. And you do like David. Take it all off. And he says he took up his staff in his hand. And he, and he chose five smooth stones from the brook and put them in his shepherd's pouch and a sling in his hand. And I like the last part right there where it said, and approached the Philistine. He said, I'm going to do this demon the same way I did the rest of them. He got something. Right now, he got the peace of my people. Right now, he, he got the pride of my people. Right right now, he got the joy of my people. And, and I'm finna approach this thing. Somebody got to stand. The enemy done rose up, but God says, I'm he coming up like a standard. Somebody got to set a standard. I know everybody else is complaining and whining and, and saying, oh, Lord, just like we doing in this country right now, you know, with all the training. Oh, Lord, this country going to hell. You know, we doing all When you going to take a stand? When we are the people of God? Yeah, the country doing what the country going do what you think the world would do. Mm -hmm. That's right. They, do what I mean, they, do. they doing what they supposed to be doing. Right. We ain't doing what we supposed to we be do doing. The enemy, the enemy is always on his job while we unemployed. Yeah. Right. David approaching. He said, I ain't waiting for this Philistine to come to me. I'm going to him. I'm going to take the battle with him. He chose the staff. I like the staff because spiritually he's saying, I need some guidance. I need some support in this thing. I need some support. And you got to imagine Goliath now, a military man, been fighting since he was a youth. He see that little bit of 14, 15 year old boy walk out there with a stick and some rocks and a slingshot. 
But see, that staff was the guidance of God. David says, I'm going to walk with something that I know he can't even touch. I'm going to walk with something that he won't even understand. I have the guidance of God. I don't lean to my own understanding. In all my ways, I'm going to acknowledge him, and I'm going to hold him in my hand. And then he got it. He got the five smooth stones. Five is the number of grace. He says, I'm walking with some grace in my hand. And that, that uncircumcised Philistine, he don't know nothing about this because he's subject to the laws of man. But I'm walking with the grace of God. Yeah. Oh, preach yeah. it, preach it. And it was the it was stone, stone, the rock. rock. See, David had the rock too. He had rocks. Well, some people say, well, no, he got five. He must have thought he was gonna miss. No, he knew he was gonna hit. He just knew Goliath had four other brothers that he was gonna have to deal with. So I'm preparing in advance for what I gotta deal with later. When I overcome this giant, I got four more I gotta deal with, and I'm ready. Five rocks, five giants. He said, I ain't planning on missing. Mm -hmm. uh, and he, he said they came from the brook. We know the brook is, is, is like the word of God. You sit by the brook and, and, and you receive the word. But then he put it in the shepherd's bag. Uh -huh. The shepherd's bag is what they use to carry their provisions in. So God said, when you go into battle, you will always have provision. You will always be provided for. He said, don't worry about it. Be like Peter. When I say come, you just go. When, you, when I say step out, you step out. He said, because wherever I have given you the vision, I will give you the provision. It's, it's already there. You got your shepherd bag. Just, just load it up with the word of God. Load it up with the spirit of God, and you do what you were sent to do. And then he has his slingshot. The slingshot is, is, is a powerful weapon back then. It, it was almost like our modern day gun. Well, I mean, they, they twirl that thing around, and when that rock come flying out of there, I mean, it really pretty much was like a gun. It could penetrate through flesh. But it also was, was, was something of the fact that it, it allowed him to uh, fight the giant and, and not get right up on him. See, you see, the whole time been saying we got to fight the enemy, but I ain't never said we got to get right up on him. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? All we got to do is what? Throw the rocks at him. Throw the rocks at him. What am I saying? Throw the word of God at him. Throw the word of God. For everything the enemy says, you have a word of God that will contradict that. You broke, you poor, you ain't going to never have no money. No, God says that he going to supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. You sick and you ain't gonna never get better and you ain't gonna never get, well, no. Uh, wham, God says that I am healed by his stripes. You see what I'm saying? You gotta be able to throw them rocks. You gotta slain them things. Sometimes you gotta slain more than you fight. You gotta just keep on twirling that thing. And see see what happened with the slingshot too. Back in that time, there, there was a group of people called the Balerians, and they wore slingshots. But I like the fact that they, I, I researched it, and it says that, that they wore, they wore, they had three of them. One of them, they wore around their head. They wore the slingshot around their head, so they had their weapon in their mind. They had that thing in their mind. They, they walked with a certain mindset, knowing that the power and the authority they walked in. And then the other one, the other one, they, the second one they had, they, they wore it around as a girdle, the, the, a belt, so to speak. That, that's like the belt of truth. 
So they walking, they walking with the truth of God, knowing that all I gotta do is pull this thing off and it's over with. It's over. And then the last one they 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 they, they had in their hand because they was always ready. They always were ready. Just that it was just a twirl and throw, twirl and throw. That's what you gotta do. You gotta get that twirl and throw annoying. Just twirl it up and throw it at them. Twirl it up and throw it at them. Whatever situation, twirl it up and throw it at them. So you got to walk your own walk. You got to walk your own walk. Don't walk after somebody else's. Don't, don't be like, try to be like somebody else. The worst thing you can be is the copy of somebody else. Be you. Be, be, be what you was called to be. Don't go into battle with untested weapons. Don't go into battle untested. And see, then lastly right here, David says in verse 41, it says, And the Philistine moved forward and came near to David with his shield bearer in front of him. See, he go, Philistine got his little armor bearer coming out. And when the Philistine looked and saw David, he disdained him, for he was but a youth, ruddy and handsome in appearance. Who this little dirty, pretty boy out here trying to fight? And the Philistine said to David, am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? See, I told you the enemy don't get the revelation of what you got in your hand. He only, he see, he see the promise, but he don't have a revelation of it. See, that's one thing the enemy, he knows the word true enough, but it's only the written word. He don't know the revelation of the word. He don't know the revelation of that word. He said, what you coming with, with the fight with some sticks? I ain't no dog. And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. The Philistine said to David, come to me and I will give you give your flesh to the birds of the air and to the beasts of the field. What he's saying, I'll turn you over to my own demons. He said, he said, all you do is just come on over here and I'm going to turn you out, little boy. And then verse 35, then David said to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a javelin. You see that? Y'all ought to be getting happy like that. You come to me with all this. Mm-hmm. And it look good. It, trust me, you know, everybody else scared of what you coming with. You a big dude. Mm-hmm. You got all the weapons of war. Yeah. But, but, somebody say it with me, but, what? I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand and I will strike you down and cut off your head. I'm telling you how it's going to all play out, bro. I ain't even going to do a surprise take. I'm laying it down how it's going to be. And thank you. That's how we got to be as people of God. We got to come to the enemy and say this how it's going to be. As far as me and my house, this is how it's going to be. I don't care what you did over there. I don't care what you're doing over here. Right now, you over here trying to do some things, and that is not how it's going to be. You got to take charge over your life. This is not how it's going to be. This is not how it's going to end. Yeah, I know you might be going through some things. I know you might be fighting and dealing with some situations, but you got to draw that line in the sand and say, you know what? This 
This day, I come in with the name of the Lord of hosts. I come in the name of God. And the word of God says what? That everything shall bow to what? The name of God. So, Father God, we thank you this day. We give you honor and praise and glory this day, Father God, that this day we can stand, Father God, knowing that no matter what the enemy comes with, no matter what the enemy tries to defy us and say, that we can stand with the word of God, that we come with the staff that guides us, that we have the, the rocks that we can throw at the enemy, the rock of our salvation. Father God, we thank you that we are provided in our bag with plenty, for plenty, 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 because you said that you came to give us life and to give it more abundantly. And Father God, we just thank you right now that this day, the enemies that we face Father God, that we can stand yes, God. and strike yes. and kill yes. what is trying to take us out. This day in the name of Jesus. This day in the name of Jesus. This day in the name of Jesus. We thank you right now that God you are delivering us out of the hand of the enemy and that what was an enemy to us is an enemy to you and father god we thank you that you will give us power to strike down and cut off the head of the enemy father god we thank you this day in the name of jesus we thank you father god in the name of jesus we bless you we thank you father god we praise you father god we thank you father god in the name of jesus 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 in the name of Jesus, 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 in the name of Jesus.